everybody. This is Everett Shipman. Welcome to the Maximize Your Mind podcast, where we develop the mentality necessary to forge fitness and lifestyle to achieve anything that you want from life. And welcome back again to another episode. How's everybody feeling? I'm excited again, once again. And today, we're going to kind of... Last episode, we talked about intuitive eating, right? We talked about intuitive eating, and we talked about strategic eating, and how they're similar, the one big flaw in intuitive eating, and then went into strategic eating. So today, I just want to share with you a story um, that was that is very profound in everything that transpired. And I wanted to talk to you about this young lady named Jen, who, because of one simple confession, all right, is is a lot of power in this episode here. This one simple confession resulted in Jen losing 85 pounds in nine months. It didn't take her a full year. 85 pounds. But before I tell you exactly how to do it, how she did it, and before I reveal to you the confession that she gave, I have to give you a backstory so that it makes sense and so that you can appreciate the full power of what Jen did. So you have to understand, Jen never used to struggle with her weight. As a matter of fact, she had been an athlete for most of her life and she never had an issue with weight until she actually got married. Now, I'm going to include her full story in a link um, in the link of uh, of the podcast notes, the episode notes. Um, But I'm kind of just going to kind of go through it right now um, in bits and pieces. And so over time, without explanation, without realizing it, her portions were becoming bigger and bigger. All right. She was eating more and more and she eventually became diagnosed with PCOS, which is polycyst ovarian syndrome. That is uh, pretty common in some women. And it definitely and one of the side effects or one of the symptoms of it is weight gain, uncontrollable or unexplainable weight gain. And so that's definitely played a factor. And I know from experience, even in other clients of mine, that has been a, a limiting factor or has been a factor that has caused uh, a lot of frustration with women. All right. But in the seven years that Jen has been married, she's gained a whopping 100 pounds. All right. That's um, that's significant. All right. Considering the fact that she had been an athlete her whole life. Now, she reached 240 pounds at her heaviest in 2017 and towards the end of it and she expressed it as a point of pure misery all right and then by january 2018 she could no longer stomach the image of herself she no longer recognized herself in her own body now as a result of this weight gain and this uh, all of this excess fat that she was carrying her increased blood pressure and heart rate now required medication Get this at the age of 25. So life truly sucked for her. Can you imagine, you know, and I know I have different age groups that listen to this, but at the age of 25, having to be on medication for blood pressure, medication for your heart rate. Now, as someone who's active or an athlete, 
that is your worst nightmare because a big motivating factor for athletes and for people who who believe in being active is health and and, and wellness and and fitness levels so to have to take medication at such an early age is devastating all right but get this it wasn't that Jen had not had tried had not tried to lose weight before she had been trying and failing to lose weight for over 6 years 6 years of off and on dieting now the irony is that Jen tried everything she could everything she could get her hands on she had her hands on every fad diet every program every you know everything that she tried to come across it failed her and she found herself where every person who struggles with their weight loss and fitness does and that is stuck miserable and on the verge of total collapse and it's very likely that you listening to this have been there too or you're there now You've tried many programs, you've tried many diets, but to no avail. You've hired coaches at one time and before. But it was it was this one confession that catapulted Jen into a place where she would lose 85 pounds in the next nine months. And here's the confession. Are you ready? As I need you to t- I need you to take this in, internalize it and digest it and use it. All right. She confesses that up until this point of frustration, up until she got to this point of stagnancy and being overwhelmed with where she was being disgusted by who she had become. She had been trying to lose weight the lazy way. That's her confession. I have been trying to lose weight the lazy way. What is the lazy way? You know exactly what the lazy way is, and we all do. We all have gotten to a place where we have not gone as hard as we could or where we knew what to do, what was the right thing to do, and did the wrong thing because the wrong thing was easier. All right. If we're honest, we all know where we struggle. We all know where we stand to get better. And the issue is actually doing what it takes to get better. And the problem typically is that the effort it takes to get better is more than some of us are willing to do. And this is what was true for Jen, which is why she had to come to this confession, this moment of enlightenment, this moment of understanding that, hey, I have been trying to do this the lazy way. She hopped from diet to diet, searching for that quick fix, that get fit quick scheme that I always warn about. She tried program after program in search of something that would circumvent hard work and effort. You've got to be determined when you want to lose weight, when you're trying to make a difference. Because as I mentioned in my previous episode, intuitive eating works for uh, it works before be like for comfortable for comfortable people. All right. It works if you're trying to stay in the same place, if you just want to be happy, if you just want to be comfortable. But if you want to make any type of change, you have to get into the uncomfortable. You have to change something up. You have to throw your body into a program or into a regimen or a routine that it's not used to being in. Now, imagine this. For an athlete to be successful as was Jen, he or she uses disciplined training and eating methods. And as committed as she once was to that lifestyle, Jen eventually hit a wall. 
and everyone hits a wall at some point. Which is why I say intuitive eating can't help you if you desperately need to change. Because intuitive eating relies on the normal or the homeostasis or the equilibrium of where you are to be uh, pretty much intact. But when you become desperate, when you become frustrated, you need to kick it up. And your intuition is not going to kick it up on its own. Because if you've allowed yourself to get to this place, you need structure, you need a formula to get yourself out. And you need someone to hold you accountable. Our bodies are wired for comfort. We are creatures of habit. All right. So to change anything about your eating and about your fitness, it requires us to use some type of strategy beyond just listening to our bodies. So when Jen started her weight loss journey in February of 2018, here's what she said. And I quote, for the first time ever. I did not give up after a few weeks of trying to lose weight. I'm going to say this again. She says, I quote, for the first time ever, I didn't give up after a few weeks of trying to lose weight. End quote. This is critically important for you to understand. This is what I dare say is her second confession. All right. First, she confesses that she had been using a lazy method of trying uh, and trying to lose weight. All right. Lazy. She was half stepping. She was half going about it. This here, she reveals her second confession. And that is that she would always give up on losing weight after a few weeks. How many of you have done that? How many of you have started a program only to fail a short time after? How many of you were coming up to the to the end of a year, close of a new year, of an end of an old year into a new year? How many new years have you gone or started the year with a plan to overhaul your fitness, to do something different in fitness, to, to lose a certain amount of weight, to put on a certain amount, to get into a different size clothes, to get a beach body and failed after a few weeks, failed after a short time, maybe a few days. Here is her second confession that she doesn't explicitly state, but it's a confession nonetheless that she would give up losing on losing weight after just a few weeks. And the power that is unleashed with these two simple yet super impactful confessions is powerful. It's remarkable. And so my question to you is, are you willing to confess That you've used the lazy method to lose weight or get in shape at least once before. Can you confess that to to me now? Can you confess right now wherever you are? Speak it out loud and admit that you have used the lazy method. You have tried to get around. You have tried to get around the hard stuff. You have tried to make it happen quick. You've tried to make it happen in 10 days. You've tried to make it happen in a week. And when you didn't get the results you wanted, you stopped. You gave up. Well, if you've done it at least once, there is a chance, whether large or small, that you've used it more than once and that you would likely use it again. And so now I'm going to ask you this. Are you willing to confess that you readily give up on fitness programs for any number of reasons. And maybe it's related to food. 
But it could be any excuse you have used, either consciously or or unconsciously, subconsciously to absolve yourself of the fitness lifestyle. You get hyped up, you start a program, but then you stop soon after. Confess now. Confess out loud. Confess to a confidant. And once you do, you can model Jen and significantly improve your fitness in this next year. But only until you make these confessions, because these confessions break down your ego. They break down this idea and they wreak havoc on the relationship you have with this idea that you've done all you can. Stop it. Stop it. You have not. And I just need you to confess that to yourself before you can move on, before you can be successful in any program, whether you start it now or at the top of the year, you have to confess that for all these years, you have subscribed to the lazy method. You have subscribed to the lazy method. And even with the lazy method, you have given up before you've even started. And so for Jen, diet played a huge, huge role in her weight loss. All right. She started with keto for the first 30 days. And even though she lost a significant amount of weight, she knew that she couldn't sustain it with the eating restrictions or limitations that were in place. And guess what? That's okay. Because your fitness approach is all about finding what works for you individually. And that's what I talk about at Fit Life Rocks. That's what our uh, principle is based on. And that's what matters. What works for you. So what did Jen do? She then switched to a low carb, no sugar approach, which was still tough, but she kept it up. See, the old Jen would have stopped at this point if not sooner, but she kept it up for eight months and her weight just kept falling off rapidly. All right. Just falling off, just falling off. And it makes sense. The formula she was using is designed to do that. But most people, especially if you subscribe to the lazy method, you won't go at it that far because it can be a challenge. But you have to take into consideration all of the years of bad eating or bad habits that have got you to this point, And you have to consider what it's going to take you to get to get you to a place of happiness and a place where you're no longer frustrated. All right. And so after about eight months, her, her weight loss stalled out again. And when she looked at things, she realized she was eating too many calories. And so she switched again. And that's OK. Because strategy, the, the strategy that I'm talking about, which is different than intuitive eating, is understanding you don't you don't have there is not a prison sentence for your your fitness or your eating habits. You don't have to put some sort of excessive restrictions on and stick with it for the rest of your life. No, it's about cycles. It's about understanding how your body responds responds and it's about <clears throat> how you f- not just how you feel with when eating but how you feel about your image and how you think and all of that which is related to your you know your nutritional intake so she switched again and this time she switched to a routine where she tracked her calories using um, an app uh, my fitness pile which i've used a number of times and i actually love it it's really great um 
pretty much anything you could think about eating is loaded or preloaded in there and you can get a calorie estimation based on it and use it to track your calories. Okay. And so tracking her food allowed her to eat pretty much how she wanted to. And even when she would eat, for instance, Taco Bell, and it might have been an 800 calorie meal, she was still able to make progress because she factored in her other calories of the day and still came in under her daily requirement. So if her daily requirement was 1500 calories and she ate 800 calories, then she still had 700 other calories to work with and to fit in uh, for the rest of the day. Now, another key thing to consider is she used intermittent fasting during her nine months of transformation, and she would use a popular method uh, uh, called the 16-8 method, and that's where you basically fast for 16 hours and eat for eight or eat between uh, during an eight-hour period. So she would eat only between 12 p.m. and 8 p.m. And then she would fast from 8 p.m. to noon the next day, every day, except for one weekend day. And she was able to rely on the discipline she had built up early in her weight loss journey to stick to this strategy. The the discipline she built in during the keto diet, during her low carb, uh, no sugar transition, those tricks and those habits and those disciplinary um, tactics are what helped her stick to this strategy. And she did all of this without stepping foot in the gym. All right. This is before never even made it into the gym. Right now, she was active. She made us made sure she got in. um, She got in exercise, doing things that she loved, such as playing tennis. She was playing tennis four days a week. Um, she was active with her kids. She would jump tramp on the trampoline with her with her child. And understand, you don't have to go to a gym. But you do need to be active. So get up and get moving. And so after six years of endless fad dieting and stop and go programming, Jen had picked up 100 pounds. But once she confessed to the lazy way. And once she confessed to giving up on weight loss after only a few weeks each time, she was able to make real life changing progress. And this is simply a remarkable transformation that you cannot deny. You can read it in full details at the um, link that I am including in this podcast episode notes. All right. I'll include the link to go read it directly there. And you can also go directly to my Facebook page at Fit Genius 30. Um, for her full story and tons of other weight loss stories, fitness inspiration, guidance and tips uh, to wrap up your own fitness. That is all there. It's all on my Facebook page. And so as we close out this episode, remember, fitness is a vehicle to achieve anything that you want in life. All right. So get fit, stay fit, be fit. And I'll talk to you on the next episode.